All right, well, welcome to another episode of the Morning After podcast. Uh, this is going to be a good one. I feel like it might get a little rowdy. We got a good, <laughs> we got a good group together today. Um, Pastor Carl is here with us. What up? Pastor Jim is here with us. I'm also smooth this and morning. And for the first Kyle. time ever, we have four people. So Pastor Kyle is also here with Not us. Not smooth, just awkward. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, we found the extra microphone. We can expand this. this all, we're, all we're missing is uh, Pastor Les and Pastor Jason. We'd have every single pastor. Well, the good thing about Pastor Les is you can hear him from anywhere. You, That's true. You don't yeah, have to true. hear him on the podcast. Right, yeah. We don't He's need, omnipresent. If we ever bring him on, we don't need a mic for him. He yeah. can just talk. <laughs> and we'll be His able to laugh him. travels like whale <laughs> echoes through water. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, any- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good morning. So, anyways, uh, we're just gonna kind of do our normal thing. It'll be a little bit harder to kind of delegate because there's so many of us. But yes. uh, remember, my opinions Let's, are the most important. Yeah, though, guys. That's yeah. the rule. That's the rule. Let's here. just start it's with a, a brief recap <laughs> of yesterday, uh, Pastor Jim. What well, it was the end of the body, yeah. soul, spirit series. Yeah, I, I thought I thought worship was a little soft. No, I'm kidding, <laughs> Pastor <laughs> Kyle. Seriously, <laughs> 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 oh, oh, it was awesome. Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's not true. You know what? I I left. Two weeks in a row now, getting into my truck, driving that huge two tenths of a mile back to my house with a smile on my face. Like, hey, that that was another good service. Like, I I don't mean to be so self critical or whatever, but my, when faith sees what isn't there yet, sure. and I'm starting to see what my faith has seen in, yeah. in the congregation. I thought the response, I thought worship, I, you know, that other than making a lot of diarrhea jokes in the first service went really <laughs> well. Yeah, it just kept going. I know, you kept right. it just running on and on. And it was hey, funny. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I was just getting to the juicy part of the sermon, go. too, oh, so it was no really Lord. disappointing. It was like that one front section where most of staff sits, and like everybody in the church was laughing except for us. Right. <laughs> so, like, somehow this reflects on us. <laughs> well, my thought is We're that if he gets one joke where like people laugh, it's like, I'm staying on that topic. Yeah, I'm going right. to joke on that topic a couple Hey, you squeeze the udder, a milk comes out. Yeah, you you keep squeezing. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Well, the other thing, too, is that, you know, I was recapping. Right. And if you've been here all three weeks, I know this. If today's your first week, you need this before this makes yep. any sense. Sure. So what's the percentage of people that know what's going on? So what I'm doing is I'm, for some, it's like, oh, I already know this. And right. I was losing them. So, I, you know, the quickest way to regain a crowd is to Diary let your hair on fire, you know, <laughs> do something, <laughs> say something inappropriate, you know, just crack a joke. So yeah. it reengaged them in a, in a very negative tactic, but it worked. And right. Yeah, it's okay, I guess. Carl, what about you? Thoughts on yesterday's service? I thought it was solid. Yeah. I, I think the series is great because it's there's nobody on the planet right now that isn't in at least some sort of a reflective mode sure. over the past year. I mean, that's just kind of what the end of the year brings, you know? Yeah. And I think building that solid foundation of what's even the reason why you want newness moving forward mm-hmm. and and attacking the heart of that as opposed to i guess the symptoms of i'm going to go to the gym right. you know eight times a week or you yeah. know whatever i'm going to you know never eat sugar again in my life you know <laughs> <laughs> but you know i think attacking those kind of underlying issues moving into the new year I, th- I think is great so yeah i've enjoyed the series personally cool so. all right well i guess what i want to talk about next is just um what did you guys get out of the series like going forward into 2019 you don't have to get too personal but just things that you believe that god's kind of calling you into like what what's next for you and maybe your ministry 
We're all looking at Pastor Kyle, who's looking at the ceiling. <laughs> That's like a loaded. Uh, no, actually, we're well, we're in Pastor Kyle's office, and he has this huge board of like. It's just what he wants it to junk look like. So I everywhere. think that's what I think that's what he was looking at. Yeah. When I, like, well, what I do think, you see for yeah, your ministry in 2019? Yeah. Like, well, now I, I think I have to rethink all that since Don Champion came and flipped everything upside down. Yeah. So, <laughs> thanks, Don. Um, yeah, thanks, Don. Yeah. Um, well, I think like as I'm staring at this, I. I kind of had this before we even started going into the series. And then as you were kind of talking about it, it was like change is good and change yeah. is okay. It doesn't have to be pulling teeth out or um, sure. this terrible experience or anything. So yeah. I think that was just confirming, like, go ahead and change stuff. It's okay. Yeah, please. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, just to kind of continue to do your, your imitation of 2017 and 2018 or 2018 and work. 2019. Yeah. It doesn't. Well, because God's moving is right. the thing. If God's sure. moving, then we got to move too, and that requires demands change. And yeah. I think if there's any group of people on the planet that love tradition, it's got to be Christians. I don't know why that <laughs> is, man. But we, we love our traditions. And the problem yeah. is our religious tendencies become our religious dependencies in, mm. what, six months? So right. if, if Pastor Kyle's that. always led the song and it's my favorite song, yeah, and someone else leads it a month later, I don't like it anymore because Pastor Kyle's not leading it. What happened was the worship, the the worship experience really didn't change by a change of song leading. The worshiper's heart changed because it got solidified in a certain pattern that it enjoyed yeah. in the past. It wants yeah, in the future. The same things with versions of the Bible. Same things true with service time. Same things true with anything. And you look at what God's really using. A lot of it is very countercultural. To Christianity, yeah. we're having our biggest service of the week on Thursday nights. Like Thursday nights, you're just not meeting on Thursday night. That's you know, that's right. college night at the bar or what? Like, why, why would you even think of that? Or right. multiple services, or multiple campuses, or multiple venues. It's the new thoughts are really uh, fabulous thoughts. You know, and mm-hmm. that, not that a new thought is always good because it's new, but but they're they are where they are because they followed God to some place nobody'd ever been before. Yeah, and they didn't like culture demand yesterday's performance to be today's you know expectation. Right. 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 So what about you then, uh, Pastor? Just your yep, yeah, yeah, your thoughts on just 2019 Freedom yeah, Center? I, I think, and this is this is going to be embarrassing. So self-deprecating uh, humiliation, transparency time. I I realized through the series, I have really been um, repeating behaviors personally. I, I don't mean towards the Freedom Center or towards the Word, but yeah. just toward, in, in my own life, I've fallen into some things that are they're just not productive. You know, I, I used to run a lot. I used yeah. to lift weights a lot. And, and although that's just a physical thing, it really isn't. Distance running is as much spiritual sure. as it is anything else. Oh, yeah. You're, yeah. You're and emotional. Breathing. It takes every <laughs> yeah. part of your body. You're breathing. Yeah. You're alone. You're, the sun's rising. The sun's setting. It's rain. You're pressing up a hill. I mean, you're. it's life. It's life in a microcosm. And <laughs> so to remove that and just watch Fox News and pet a bulldog or or, you know, or whatever it is or watch Junkyard Empire yeah. or – You get me depressed. Yeah, right. Yeah. Or well, when I'm with Pastor Carl, it's wrestling. And that just gets me too simulated. I'd rather run, you know. So – but I, I think just having that having that time, like God time, uh, my exercise, I had no idea how connected my exercise time and my God time have been. So now I'm trying to sit still and say a prayer, right? and I find it kind of laborious rather than relational. So yeah. I, that's one of the things that came out of this was I, I need to run again, not because I'm, you know, fat or old or, you know, yeah. losing my dexterity. I, I need, I find God, I find his pleasure when I run in a way that I don't when I sit. You know yeah. what I mean? So moving up and down truck road. 
Um, uh-huh. Not just sitting in my truck reading my Bible. Like there's there's just another element. So anyway, so so staff prayer time now between eight and nine is now staff run time between. Yeah, I wish. Yeah, I wish. Yeah, we'll see whose prayers get answered yeah, first. Yeah. There. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quickest way to get Pastor Carl to pray is to make him run. So I mean, that's, that's, that's oh, no, good. Yeah. He only runs unless something's chasing him. Yeah. Yeah. And let's quick, face it, quickest. nothing's gonna chase yeah. him. They're afraid to catch him. Yeah, maybe a bear. Did you run from a bear? Would you fight a bear? I, I realize that I'm not outrunning anything. So, so what's right. the point? Stand Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Full back. I, I'm, I'm a 10-minute zombie apocalypse guy. Like, I'm the first. <laughs> I'm, I'm dead in the first 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> just realize that. Right. So, That's know, awesome. It's just how it is. What about you, Pastor Carl? 20, 2019, just the series? Personally? Yeah, personally, ministry, whatever. Yeah, I think uh, I, a lot of that stuff is, and I think Pastor Jim kind of alluded to this, it's just kind of tied together for me, you know, um, and I, I wouldn't say that a ton shifted so much as was confirmed already, which I thought was really great. You know, it, I think what we're doing with discipleship and, you know, groups at the freedom center or freedom center church, sorry, (laughs) (laughs) is, you know, kind of building that foundation for more, you know, I, I, yeah. I think the opportunity that we're giving people to get into community and communities that are Christ centered is, is really great for building those foundations of moving forward the way that people want to, you right. know, you're, if, if I'm unhealthy in my heart, you know, my heart isn't in the right place. My heart isn't, you know, humble or contrite before the Lord or seeing, seeing myself as son or daughter. You know, I think those are direct, you know, you can draw direct lines between those types of mindsets and, you know, why I don't have a handle on my finances or why I don't have sure. a handle on my body or why yeah. I don't have a handle on my family, you know. Yeah. And so I think helping people while setting the tone, you know, kind of the follow me as I follow Christ, you know, type of deal. But, you know, helping people and doing the same, you know, what what is the core foundational things, you know, making disciples, that's, that's the, you know, the great commission, you know, as you go, make disciples, preach the gospel, make disciples, be more like Jesus, that kind of stuff. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think us helping people do that while making sure that I'm doing that, you know, it lays that core foundation for right. every change that I think any person would want to make, right. you know? Yeah. So. Right. Kind of, you want a better family life, be a better man. Yeah. Yeah. I just think yeah. The, the word you use there that really stuck, I think it was foundations. There's foundational decisions we make yeah. about ourselves, about God, yeah. about yeah. what's important. Once those foundations are set, you know, any right. builder will tell you the foundation is laid crooked. Everything's wrong. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You just, you're, you're trying to fix it. It's all the way to the shingles. You're just yeah. trying to fix it. And that's, and I, I think that's the core root. You know, if, if you find yourself constantly making poor financial decisions or, you know, uh, constantly, you know, over drinking or, you know, addicted to porn or whatever it may be, I think people can pray for those symptoms to go away. But what, what is the core is there are the roots that are growing underneath that probably are all entangled more than what people think they actually are. And if those areas are surrendered to Christ, if those areas are fed with the word and with prayer and with, you know, community with believers that can feed into each other, I think that's when real healing 
yeah. begins. And it's know? normal, too, yeah. that you're saying in that healthy environment. Yeah. All of a sudden, not having a quarter pounder with with cheese right. becomes right. normal to have the chicken right. breast sandwich instead, or whatever right. the choice is financially or whatever. You really it, it, now this that's rare exception. Like I'm gonna have biscuits and gravy because it's Christmas morning instead right. of every morning I have Christmas, you know, biscuits and right. gravy and feed my third chin. Right. Well, I think Kristen Kane that video we watched a couple weeks ago said you don't have a miracle problem, you have a management problem. Yeah. It's not yeah. That. yeah. God's <laughs> not giving one. you money. It's that you do have money, but you're not right. stewarding it yeah, well yeah. or food or yeah. you know, fill in the blank. That's why Pastor Carl or Pastor Kyle's in here right now. He's just dropping fire every. every I don't once talk in a much, while. but when I do, <laughs> yeah. you better tweet about it. Yeah. I don't Jeff, talk Jeff much, Waltz but when I do, 0. you better tweet about it. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's Those who care, quote Christine King. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's move on. Uh, next week, I just I want to spend more time on this because it's yeah. such an important week, which yeah, is uh, water huge. baptism. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to talk, and I I didn't tell you guys about this, but I want to talk about your own like personal stories of baptism, like Ooh, doggy. when it, when it happened. <laughs> Pastor Carl, were you like? Uh, I, never mind. I was going to bring up a movie reference, but nobody's probably seen it. So, uh, unless you've seen Uncle Drew, I don't know if you've seen that movie. Uh, I Drew. saw it. I was on a plane to Tokyo. I watched it in languages. Right. Unless you're on a plane to Tokyo. I watched Uncle Drew on a plane to Tokyo because I just needed something. And it's a good watch. I would watch it if. You, you would ever, watch it? If you're ever on a 13-hour flight. He was flight, laughing a lot. Like, oh, looking over, he's cracking up. He's almost I was crying. Napoleon Dynamite in the NBA had a, had a geriatric grandfather. Yeah, that's that's I was, Drew. It's, I was laughing more than I more than I, <laughs> more than I care to admit. Yeah, it was pretty yeah, funny. Yeah, you're slappy. You know, uh, you laugh at 30,000 feet. The brain just doesn't. Right, oxygen react. deprivation. Yeah, two hours yeah, of sleep. Yeah. Right. Period. I could die any minute. But anyways, baptism. Um, Pastor Jim, I don't know if I've ever actually heard your, the story of your own personal yeah, baptism. well, that's... Have you been baptized? I, I have. First <laughs> yeah. Are you a Christian? <laughs> You've been baptized? <laughs> been baptized. Yeah, I, I have. Um, and I guess probably like a lot of people listening, I, I I was baptized before I really knew what baptism was. Yeah. And so I was baptized again, if you will. I think the first time I took a bath to impress a girl, and, and probably, <laughs> oh, probably oh, came out of the geez. water a, a wet devil. How, not, how, old, not a baptized how old were you when that happened? Doesn't matter. Leave okay. me alone, man. Yeah. 35. <laughs> 35. <laughs> you want to hear something funny? I actually, before I was ever baptized, I baptized somebody. Wow. Yeah. So that That's middle funny. of the night, we're at a youth camp. The first baptism I'm, or the I'm second 17 baptism? years old. Yeah, this is the zero. I haven't been baptized okay. yet. And, and my, my buddy Pat, uh, we're at this, I'm getting ready to go on a missions trip with this camp or whatever. And he says, and the Haiti trip that changed my life. And he said, hey, you know, um, I need to get baptized like right now. And I'm like, oh, okay. Would you baptize me? I'm like, I don't know what to do or say. So it's it's sleeting. Like it's literally like freezing rain. I walk him out into the lake and he no. <laughs> he, he goes like belly deep in this. I'm on the dock because you're getting baptized, but I, I don't want to go to heaven tonight, you know, with hypothermia. <laughs> so I dunk him in the water and he just gets back up. And yeah, thanks, man. I really needed that. And it really started me thinking, you know, should I be baptized or not? So yeah. Yeah, so in Haiti, I think, is where I, the first time I got right. baptized in the Caribbean. But then later on, when I, when I came back to the Lord after going back to drinking and stuff in the military, that's that's when I was baptized in Clean First Assembly and mm-hmm. pastor baptized me. And that's when I knew. Like I, It's funny, when I got saved, I got saved, you know, as a high schooler yeah. or whatever. But, man, when I, I knew God forgave your sins once. I had no idea that prodigals were allowed to come home, even though I knew right. that story. Yeah. I had, it wasn't personal. It was, that must be a parable for Israel or, you know what I mean? But when he forgave me that second time, there was a, it was a different uh, humility. Sure. You know, I was a drug addict living in a car or whatever that got saved. But the second time, I was a guy who knew better. Like I yeah. knew Jesus, and I'd walked away for for something, right? You know, for a bowl of porridge, for for a glass of tequila, and for him to take me back was the most. 
I, when I say like painful and humiliating, I mean it in the, in the greatest of ways. It yeah. was so humbling. I was right. so broken that he was still there for me, that yeah. being baptized a second I time. Think I, I think it was second service yesterday. You said like, um, like when you ask God, like, God, forgive me. Like before those yeah. words even come out of your mouth, like it's already been, yeah. Yeah. you've already been forgiven like yeah. long before that. Right. So stop acting like it's such a hard thing for him to forgive you and just like. You know, I, I looked around the room and someone really stood out to me. He came forward during come to the altar and he was so contrite, man. And he was so broken and he was, he wasn't looking up to heaven and he was literally just like, I'm such a dog. And yeah. I, I just, I, as I was praying over him during that song, I was like singing it over him. Like, you know, the father's arms are open wide, you know, that sort of thing. I, that was actually, that whole thing was for one person that I really felt was wrestling with God, please, right. believing God wasn't. And I said, no, we're, we're going to, everybody's going to take five minutes and help this guy, you know, yeah. get, get free. And uh, right. actually one point of it, I looked over and he looked up and I pointed at him and just kept singing the song and then turned back around. I, hopefully nobody noticed what that was all about. I did. Eyes were closed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, that was I, I really believe that that God is more willing to forgive than our than we are of ourselves. Forgiving myself is the hardest thing I ever had to forgive. Yeah. Getting God to forgive me was one thing. Forgiving myself was the hard part. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. All yeah. right, Pastor Carl, bad baptism story. Yeah. You sounded like it was going to be a good story. Uh, so it was definitely different. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, I, I mean, growing up in church culture, it was just kind of what you did. You know, that yeah. was, you know, I, the first time, kind of the same as him, I was baptized twice. And the first time, you know, I wasn't actually saved, but, <laughs> you know, the, I was like 13 and, you know, that was just, you know, you had to write the little paper. This is why I want to be baptized because blah, blah, blah. And just got to kiss him. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it was just kind of. I don't know. It was weird. I, I see it sometimes with my son when he wants, you know, Pastor Les, when children's ministry does the big baptism yeah. thing, and it's like, I want to be baptized. And it's like, what does it mean? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> right. No, yeah. no, then. I get you a free towel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. And so that's that's kind of the, the way it was for us. And so, you know, I ended up, you know, I was 13. I didn't get saved until I was 18, you know, on, on a college campus. And... You know, I was a couple of years later, I was working at Wildwood and the program or the like head male counselor there was like, hey, uh, I really just feel like we're supposed to do a baptism service. And, yeah. you know, my old boss, Dave, was like all for it. And, you know, I was just like, oh, man, it's, it was just something that I had been thinking and praying about sure. for a while. And so I got baptized in, you know, the lake at Wildwood. <laughs> but... So I, I go down, and I'm I'm never in my life to this point had a vision, hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. I go down, my eyes are closed, everything is black except for this little blue ball of flame. Hmm. And I come back up, and it was like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, for for days, I'm Lord. What does what did that mean? Yeah. What on earth? Like, and I'm like, it's getting to the point where it's like annoying because it's all I can think about. I have no idea. Like, I have no clarity on this. Yeah. And so I was mop. <laughs> so weird. I was mopping one of the cabins, and it just hit me like out of nowhere. The Lord was just like that flame. What I've lit. It's your job to cultivate. Mm-hmm. I've lit this. Yeah, you do That's with good. it what you do with it. 
Right. And I was like, dang. <laughs> <laughs> so someone came into the cabin and you're just sobbing. Yeah. Right about <laughs> you're like, What's wrong? <laughs> I hate my vision, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that, that was just such a special thing to me to to have the Lord kind of do that and reveal that in that time of baptism where it was almost like a, I've done a work in you. Yeah. But it's your job from here. You have every tool to make that flame grow or every right. tool to make right. that flame stay exactly flame. where it is. Yeah, you that's know? good. So that, yeah, it was, that was very special. Awesome. Pastor Kyle, your, uh, your family grew up kind of Catholic a yeah, little quote bit. quote unquote Catholic. Did you get baptized as a baby in the I Catholic was. Church? I was. sprinkled. Okay. I was. I think they just. Yeah, yeah they sprinkle yeah. babies. Do they? They don't yeah. dunk you? No, yeah, they don't dunk holy babies. water. No, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, maybe like the top half of the head or something. Yeah. All right. So, did you think once you, like, started to come <laughs> Sorry, in. Carl. <laughs> almost <laughs> choked on his water. <laughs> <laughs> they put the snorkel in and then got yeah, yeah, yeah. Just put them on your mouth. Well, the back kids, they have to hold on her longer. It's a pretty traumatic experience. So, so when you came to Freedom Center, when you got saved, did you uh-huh. kind of think like, I've already been baptized, so I don't need to get back. Like I was baptized a as a baby, yeah. so I don't need to get baptized again. I didn't know um, any of that stuff, okay. really. So like, I went to when I went to Europe. I didn't. My grandma's like, "Do you know any verses to like recite to people?" And I'm like, "No." She goes, "You don't know John three sixteen? I go. No, <laughs> I'm just thinking about it. Like, no, do I don't. you? Yeah, <laughs> Jesus, I probably could have answered that question. But so I didn't. I mean, I I knew what baptism was, but I didn't know the significance of it and and everything else that comes with being a Christian. But mm-hmm. um, so I didn't really. I think it was Pastor Jason and probably you and maybe somebody else that started talking about it. I was like, oh, I sh- I'm already baptized. But I mean, you always say it like, if you've been baptized as a kid, this isn't like. I, I don't know. Yeah, how we're, we're, we're not going to disrespect the traditions yeah. that your parents, mm-hmm. your families, you yeah. know, have respected. But, but biblically speaking, you, it's it's an act of your free will, acknowledging right, yeah. your need for a fresh start yeah. for being born again. There's nowhere in the Bible where a baby gets baptized. No. Yeah. No, no. So hearing that, and plus, okay, so when I started coming here, we used to go to Catholic church a lot, um, and then I kind of like rebelled against, against the Catholic Catholics okay. in general. So like my grandma's kind of like, and she'll never listen to this, so it's fine. <laughs> um, so like I would just Rest she had soul. her traditions and I would just kind of like question them and all you know be kind of a jerk to her towards that but mm-hmm. so when I heard that I was like oh I'm totally gonna do that I'm gonna to, like to just hack off just, granny well at first yeah to like yeah. in spite of why is it always about a girl you know what I mean like for me too <laughs> for you it was like you know the heck off your grandmother for me it was an impressive girl go ahead keep yeah going not the same thing but <laughs> yeah well Freud would say it's going to keep going you were rebelled like the Protestant Protestants you, yes. you protested yes. Yes. 95 DCs yeah, yeah. The new so that was <laughs> something that you pounded on the door <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to let you get through this door <laughs> 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 alright turn the mics off uh, so um, I don't even know where it was oh so I that, yeah for spite that was the original reason like oh like I'm an actual Christian and Catholics aren't so that's what I thought for a while but then as we kept talking about it, it was like, no, I'm, this is definitely the wrong reason. And, mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't know. I just, from there on, it changed where I didn't want to spite Catholics or anybody that was different from us because I thought we were the one, like the mm, real yeah, way or the whatever. Way. So, right. And 
I didn't have a vision or anything. Um, <laughs> I stepped into the the tank that had a thin film of oil and hair from the previous thirty oh. people that went before me. <laughs> was and, that a youth uh, baptismal then? No, that was a Sunday. Wow. So that was like All right. a, yeah. Gross. Yep. So Actually, awesome that you noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> I just put my foot in and I was like, what is all this? And Pastor Jason's like, uh, sin, you don't want to know. It's yeah. sin. It's yeah. sin. Yeah. 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 You're, you're baptized and anointed in the same, the same service. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. We uh, imported water from the Dead Sea. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Float on it. So Pastor Jason, you, Pastor Jason baptized you then, if you remember? Yes. Okay. He did. There's a picture floating around Facebook somewhere of where he's holding me and he's got like his hand on my nose, like the to cover it yeah really? and yeah that's cool or something i don't know maybe usually it's, it's the hand on the that's bicep. probably what it was yeah. yeah right and my hair is down okay. to my shoulders so if you want to find that you should probably find yeah i'll go looking days. for that yeah if we find that we'll put it up on social media <laughs> yeah that might be the cover of this week's podcast <laughs> try and figure that out um cool can i just say to you this this sunday you know, what we're going to do is we're going to take a little bit of time. The kids are singing. It's yep. going to be an abbreviated message. But what we're going to really focus on is, you know, so I'm born again. I'm forgiven. I got a fresh start, a clean slate. Now what do I do? And yeah. how important it is to take those first legitimate, physical, right. my body, soul, and spirit are heading in the same direction type choices, like water baptism. Sure. So can you just kind of ex- for somebody that's been saved for six months, they don't really understand yeah. baptism, like the significance, like, well, why do I need to be baptized? Like, I've already been saved. What's the reason behind yeah. getting Well, and, and honestly, I, I believe that if, you know, if you are born again, you know, is baptism part of your salvation? Yes and no. It doesn't get you saved, but right. it's a part of your salvation. It, it's, I, I guess the best way to compare it to is, is you know, young man, young woman meet. They fall in love. They, they form a, a covenant. That covenant is consummated through a physical act. Now, can you be married without that physical act? Yeah. Yeah. But, but isn't that one of the things that, that is is a natural, beautiful expression of, of a, a word covenant, a gift covenant with the rings? Now there's a blood covenant that's established right. on your wedding night. So this is a it's one of those progressive things. The next thing I'm going to do after making this covenant with Christ is to, is to follow him in life. You know, you're sitting in the water, death, you're under the water, immersed in the waters of baptism, and then resurrected from the dead. You come out of the water. And you go back to the biblical references of baptism. It's not some cute little religious ceremony. It's it's the drowning of the Egyptian army in the Red Sea. Yeah. It's it's the uh, you know the parting uh, of ways with the wilderness, entering the promised land. It's there's stuff that goes in the water that does not come back out of the water. Right. And so it's a powerful expectation of there's an inward act of salvation. That's you know I, I believe in my heart, I confess with my mouth, but now I'm going to follow it with my feet. I'm going to follow Jesus yeah, that's good. with more than my words and my, you know, my romantic notions. There's going to be a, if there's a greater intimacy available for us in a loving relationship, we always take it. If we just get to know each other, but then, you know, he reaches over and grabs her hand. That's a moment. You know, he, she leans in, he leans in, they kiss for the first time. That's a moment. You know what I right. mean? So this is one of those things that just, it, it's a bonding experience with Christ that's so important. It's so vital that, that it's, it's almost, um, Automatic, you know, uh, repent and be baptized. Repent every time you repent in the name, you're going to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, teaching them to obey, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Like there, every time we hear salvation in Scripture, it's almost automatic. You can expect, and the next thing is going to be like get married and have babies. You know what I mean? It's get yeah. get saved and be baptized. So it's right. that significant, that powerful, that anticipated. So it's to go. Yeah, I was sprinkled as a baby. It's like, oh no, you you missed it. That's not what we're going to be doing this Sunday. Right. We're not sprinkling anybody. We're going to yeah. dunk them, and stuff's going to stay in the tank. You know? Right. So yeah, if you if you want to get baptized this Sunday, it'd be a great Sunday to get baptized. 
And when he calls for baptisms, be sure to be the first one up there because you don't want to be the first one. <laughs> true. Hair as gel a, as someone slime, from, like just yeah, who's sprint, that? sprint to the yep. front and get baptized first. <laughs> you don't want to get anyone's sin on you. That's no, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> you leave your son in that tank and then don't worry about anybody else getting in the tank afterwards. <laughs> I'm not swimming in the Red Sea with all those Egyptians in there. That's terrible. <laughs> we'll, t- we'll be able to tell how many listen to the podcast by how many. If anybody gets I'm going to have to shake our fighting for first and Yeah. No, are being thrown. Yeah. Hey, the other thing too, if you're being baptized, don't don't wear a light colored shirt, obviously, because yeah. it right. becomes translucent. Yeah. And bring a towel. We, we're gonna have towels here, and I, I bet you a lot of people. Normally, you know, we say who wants to be baptized, and there's like, you know, eight people that planned on it, and 18 people that get baptized. Yeah. Usually, the people that that get baptized, there's more of them that this moment just made sure. that decision because they didn't know they they were, or they thought they were, or they were to impress a girl or hack off your grandmother. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. But now this is different. This right. is me and Jesus. So yeah. yeah. Be can, ready. Can I speak to that? For I, sure. We, the last baptism service I did with Encounter, I ended up baptizing three of my leaders, which was one of the most special moments, hmm. like ever for right. me. Uh, and the the shock, not in a negative way, but they hadn't been baptized or hadn't taken that moment, you know, seriously or, sure. or you know whatever it may be, and so. To those of you out there that are even leaders or you've been believers for, you know, X amount of years and, you know, you've never been baptized or it's been something that's been on your mind and heart lately, even to you, you know, there's no embarrassment with no, that. There's no, no shame yeah. at all associated yeah, there's with celebration. It's, it's an incredible yeah. moment that if you haven't gone through that, please do. Oh, my goodness, yeah. please do. You know, yep. Yeah. I just, last story here, I, I actually was on a fishing retreat with a bunch of guys, and one of the guys was a deacon from our church, and he uh-huh. pulled me aside. He actually had a, a TIA, a mini stroke, and we didn't know it was wrong. We're in the middle of nowhere, and he, he thinks he's dying, he said, and he just says, hey, would you baptize me? I've never been baptized. So I take this medically fragile person who's old enough not to tell us that he's going through any of this. Like, he didn't tell us till afterwards, right. but he said, would you baptize me? And the sun's setting, and the water's cold, and I take this guy who's you know having mini strokes, and I dunk him in ice cold water. But he, he just, so I, I'm sorry, even deacons, you know what I mean? The, yeah. yeah. It doesn't, yeah. The, you know, you've been baptized? Yeah, I was baptized. You know, it's on the little questionnaire. But, like, right. no, I'm I'm going to go meet Jesus out here in the middle of nowhere, and I, I want to make sure I'm right with God. And that yeah. was his his expression of that was, would you baptize yeah. me? Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for being on this week's podcast. Pleasure. I appreciate mm-hmm. all of your contributions. <laughs> And uh, it didn't get as rowdy as I thought it was going to get, so oh. that's good. On a scale so, of 1 to 10, how was, rowdy did it get? It was, uh, it was good to be back. It was like a – yeah. I Pastor Kyle has been a while. Was seven, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, diarrhea part, probably oh, seven Lord. or an eight. <laughs> Talking about Kyle's grandmother, that was um, about a five, I think. Yeah. <laughs> a yeah. five? <laughs> for me. <laughs> that's another podcast <laughs> for another time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little funny when I'm the tame one. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right, well, if you guys don't have somewhere to go to church this Sunday, 9 and 1130, we'd love to have you. 2473 West Shiawassee. Avenue Freedom Center Church in Fenton, Michigan. Um, it's Baptismal Sunday. The boom, kids boom, boom. are singing. It's going to be a great. It's going to be a very special Sunday. So we, yes, it's going to. That'll be rowdy. <laughs> that'll be a nine or a ten on the yes, rowdy scale. Well. So we'll see you guys then. Have a good week.